Oh, hey gang, I'm back. Oh, sorry there wasn't an episode last week. I got entangled in this whole, like, it follows sex demon sex triangle thing. We couldn't figure out who it was coming after. Turns out it was me. So I had to put some, I had to put some distance in between, like, me and the, the sex demon. It's a whole big thing. I'm not, I'm not going to bore you with it. Anyway, it's, uh, it's the 24th of February, 2019. It's Sunday. It's 5.30 p.m. My name is James. This is Slopfest. Ah, oh, welcome. Welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness. This is like an exploration into people. This podcast on this show, we take strange news, strange people, strange behavior, slop it under a microscope, and we see what the fuck is going on. First story here to kick us off. You know, this one's going to be... It's a real uplifting series of stories this week. You know, just just the usual shit. If this is the first time you're uh, joining us, sorry about sorry about the intro. It's, you know, it's there's some weird stuff going on, so just ignore that. Um, welcome if it's your first time. Um, welcome back. You're used to it. If you've been here before, you're used to this kind of shit. Anyway, first story. Let's just jump straight into it. Uh, nowadays, most couples get to know each other intimately before saying "I do" and tying the knot. But some still stick to the tradition of no sex before marriage and save it for the special moment and save the special moment for their big day. But despite not being religious, one couple decided to wait because the men claimed to be, quote, old fashioned like that. You know, some people don't like to fuck in the first year and a half of knowing someone. You know, some people don't fuck on the first date. Some people don't fuck in the first year. So, you know, each to their own. Uh, but the bride now believes this wasn't actually the case and that he made it up to avoid her discovering his micro penis before they were married. That's right, everyone. You thought potentially some highbrow stuff in this podcast at once? Absolutely not. It's micro penis time. Uh, the couple dated for a year before he popped the question and married after six months of engagement. When the wedding night finally came, the bride had a huge shock when she discovered her new husband. Had a micro penis. <sighs> Sorry, I was just I was just taking stock of where I am and what I'm saying and what I'm doing. Um, now she now she claims she feels lied to and believes he intentionally kept it a secret until they were married. I, that's a hundred percent on that one. Like, there's no we can't. There's no dancing around that one. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> he was trying to keep that shit for as for, as a secret for as long as he could. Maybe he was trying to keep it a secret until he could put enough money away to get the surgery, to plump it up, you know. Can't blame him. Can't blame him for wanting to hide it. But, you know, at the same time, we can blame him. He shouldn't have hit it. Um, <laughs> okay, we're getting, we're getting a little too judgments. We don't know all the story yet. Okay. Uh, she doesn't know what to do and has taken to the internet to share the story. And ask for advice. I don't know why I acted surprised there for a second. Because I was like, oh, come on. You're going to take your brand new husband's micro dick story to the internet. And put him on blast even more. Like he doesn't have enough shit on his plate. There's probably a lot of room on his plate. Uh, Okay, cheap joke. Cheap joke. That's disgusting. Get out of here, me. Uh, (laughs) She writes, newly husband, 32 male, wanted to wait till sex... Wanted to wait till sex for marriage. Interesting. I wanted to wait till marriage for sex and just surprised me, 27 female, with micro penis on the honeymoon. Bit of a wordy headline, if you ask me. Uh, But it's an attention grabber nonetheless. 
Um, all right, here we go. Quote, so we only dated for six months. We've been engaged for another six and just got married on Saturday. We got close to fooling around a couple times, but it never went far. I tried, but he always stopped up, but he always stopped it after it went too far. Anyways, fast forward to now. I cut some bit out just to save some time, but she says, anyways, fast forward to now. Uh, am I the asshole for reading into this and being upset that I waited until my wedding, that I waited until my wedding to find out that he pr- probably isn't as, quote, old-fashioned as he says he is? Uh, I'm not going to shame him, a bit late for that, and I honestly don't even know how I'll broach the topic. I honestly just acted like nothing was out of the ordinary. Okay, so on the night, she acted like nothing was out of the ordinary, uh, quote, went to town on him. But I don't know. I feel lied to, like a half-truth or something intentionally was withheld from me. This was unexpected to say the least. Now, that that story leads to this other story uh, where her husband found the post is now terrified somebody will work out it's him and is threatening to divorce and sue her for splashing about his micro pain on the internet. Uh, She posted an update explaining that he saw the post after it went viral and somebody shared it on Facebook. She writes, my husband saw my post and says he wants to leave me and sue me. Uh, says he wants an annulment and is considering suing me for defamation of character. Defamation of character. Can you sue someone for defamation of character if it's true? If it will please the court. This is her lawyer, obviously. If it will please the court. She got a southern uh, dandy. A southern gentleman as her lawyer. If it'll please the courts, I would just like Mr. Gregory Terrace to pull down his trousers and we can be done with this defamation suit, Yana. <laughs> you know, when you hire a Southern lawyer, anyway. Um, uh, defamation of character. He says it's only a matter of time before someone leaks his name. He saw the post through an old friend of his who knew he had a micro penis and saw it on his Facebook uh, that he had just gotten married. Who the who is this fucking who is this micro penis detective friend of yours who a knows about your micro pen and two is busting out his fucking detective work to track down the owner of this pen. <laughs> Cut to his friend's house. There's a cork board, a series of pictures of wedding destinations, uh, and micro penises, tacks, and string connecting all of them. And then over on a uh, a whiteboard that's been wheeled in, it has some suspects, and one of them is his friend. A photo of him is up on there. Who's the owner of this micro penis? Whoever, whoever the owner of this micro, I was going to say microbial, <laughs> whoever is the owner of this bite-sized penis, <laughs> I was going to say fun-sized, but that seems, whoever's the owner of this micro penis is the owner of this story, and I'll track it down, because apparently I have nothing better to do. Um... Quote, he doesn't know who else the guy has told to link him to it. Uh, I feel like I am the asshole. He is crushed that I posted about him. Well, that's understandable. Um, 
or he also could, there could have been some better communication here on all fronts I feel like uh, she also reveals that she finally confronted him about the micro penis asking why he didn't tell her earlier she wrote uh, quote I confronted him last week about intentionally keeping this from me and he said he was sure I would have left him if uh, I knew about the size prior to the wedding and that he wanted to talk about it before the wedding, but feared it being called off because of his micropenis and said if both families found out slash gossiped about it, he would be crushed. That's understandable. But could you... I want you to picture, if you will, you've been invited to a wedding and, you know, save the date, blah, blah, blah. All the invitations have gone out. You've gone and bought a new dress or, you know, shirt or whatever that you're going to wear on the day. And um, then you get a little text message uh, about the wedding being called off due to micropane. Um, You're never going to forget that non-wedding for your life. That will be, look, and understandably from his point why he didn't want anyone to find out, because if a wedding got called off due to the revealing of a micropene, you would tell that story to every single person you met in your entire life. That'd come up everywhere forever. Dinner parties, checkout aisles where, you know, you're in Aldi. Oh my God, it's the worst, isn't it? One way in, one way out. It's like a prison in that place. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to G- Aldi Gripes with your host, James. Hi, everyone. Uh, you know, friends, family, barbecues, dinners, drinks. Anytime there was any collection of people and 30 seconds had passed, you would be telling those people about the tale of the, the missed wedding and the micro penis. So I can understand why he didn't want it to get out. Um, uh, he would be crushed, obviously. Which is basically what I did with the entire world. A little bit, but it, it's not, you, didn't, you didn't name blast him. You didn't dox him. You doxed his dick. But you didn't dox him, so it's kind of, it's, it's a gray area. Um, but he didn't know this until last night because I never told him that I posted about it when we talked. So they had, oh, okay, so they had the chat about the micro pain. And this was prior to him finding out, maybe? Um, let me backtrack. He wanted to talk before the wedding, but feared uh, it being called off because of his micropenis and said if both families found out and gossiped about it, he would be crushed, which is basically what I did to the entire world. But he didn't know this until last night because I never told him that I posted about it when we talked. Okay, so they had talked about the micropene and it only just came up last night. Uh, BT dubs, that was me, doxed your dick. Okay, we're all caught up. Uh, Okay, so people, obviously, this went viral, people talking about it. Uh, Many still had no sympathy for the man claiming it was his fault for not being open about it in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I can get on board with that, but I can also, I mean, let's agree that there is 
there's been some communication breakdown on both sides here. But okay, one commented, quote, I usually would feel bad for the person in this situation. In fact, I do understand his want to not become two families laughing stock. But he still tricked this woman into marrying him while withholding information he knew would affect her decision. Interesting. So the penis size very important apparently um, to the wedding decision. Uh, another added, now that you know he intentionally hid it from you, the best thing for you to do would be to leave him. Wow. Okay. Going straight for, uh, you know, bold, bold moves, bold plays. Uh, he tried to trap you into a marriage without telling you something that is honestly very important. Okay. Penis size, very important. We've covered it here. Slopfest episode 18. Um, does size matter? Two comments would say yes. Um, but maybe then, again, gray area, because they're talking just about micro penises, which is a pretty, that's on that's an, on an extreme end. I'm sure that if you had a penis the size of your leg, you know, you would also feel a bit miffed if you didn't, they didn't bring that up because you'd be like, well, I can't do anything with that. You know, so I think it's the extremes. If you've got one of the extremes, chat about... Actually, we can circumvent all of this. Just talk about stuff. Be open, be honest, communicate better. That's the takeaway from this episode. Um, the, he tricked, tricked you into marrying him. Um trapped you into a marriage without telling you something that's honestly very important trapped her in a marriage yeah i can see that a little bit it seems a little strongly worded but you know anyway let's let's get through all of it um there's no limit to what else he will hide from you to manipulate you interesting uh seek the annulment yourself and talk to a lawyer even though i don't think he has any grounds for a defamation lawsuit i really don't think he has too much um again as the southern lawyer said as we all heard in the courtroom am i the southern lawyer again or am i talking about this as we all heard the southern lawyer say okay you were there for it i was there for it um you know case in point evidence a submitted to the court a photo of his ding uh that proves it so no defamation case uh, the, the woman's original post quickly went viral after being shared thousands of times on social media. Obviously, again, wordy title, but, you know, appealing. And there's two, this, this is two stories connected. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot to take away from that one. Um, I feel like a blanket, a blanket coverall is to, to, to be safe and... It's obviously better to be safe than sorry. We all know that. Um, just o open communication, honesty about the pain or whatever read you're working with. Um, am I giving my advice on this? I'm not sure how this, <laughs> this has gone. Anyway, now you know about the case. It, now, now it feels like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? The... the the wedding, the the wedding trap, and the man with the micro wang. No, micro member would have been way better. Fuck. Anyway, we've come too far. We have to move on. 
Um, got another story here for you. When you've been with... I don't like to read the headlines anymore because the headline gives away the entire story. And I feel like that's a shitty fucking story. Uh, when you've been with someone for a long time, it's only natural your parents might start putting pressure on you to give them grandchildren. I mean, if you're with someone or have been... I mean, you've either experienced this or you will experience this. It just... It happens. Sam and I get it. Even though everyone knows, they go, hey, we're not... We're not having kids. You know, gang? Chill out. Cool it. Cool it for a hot hot second, all right? Chill. Hey, Grandma! Cool it! Oh, Grandma's getting rowdy again. Calm down, Grandma. You've got enough. You've got enough kids. Grandkids and great-grandkids. Um, <laughs> no, you know, um, it's it's the average thing. It's like when you're at a wedding and then, you know, if you're not married, uh, particularly if you're related to the person getting married, they go, oh, every, everyone, oh, you're next. Oh, it'll be you next. And then same thing when someone like close to you has a kid or whatever, everyone's like, oh, you're the next one to have a kid. Okay. Wasn't aware that there was, it was just a conveyor belt of people and the, ah, you're next in line to shit out a kid and then sign a bit of paper and then get a house. Can I live my life how I'd like to? You absolutely won't live your life how you want to live it. It's a clear trajectory and a clear path and you'll follow it. Let's get back to this story, shall we? <laughs> um... But whether or not you want to have kids is a decision that is totally and completely up to you, your partner, and no one else. Thank you, new story. See, that's what I'm saying, Grandma. Uh, however, one mum clearly didn't get the memo and decided to take matters into her own hands when her son and wife told her they didn't want to have a baby. The woman's daughter-in-law revealed the shocking story in a post where she began by explaining that she and her husband are in their late 20s uh, and had made a deliberate decision to not have children. Okay, that's chill. Uh, some people had labeled them selfish for choosing this. Yeah, that's one that gets bandied around, which uh, I find strange. Um, but the most, but the worst response came from the husband's mother, who apparently, quote, went into hysterics and began raving about how, quote, the bloodline and family name will die. Well, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, the couple remained true to their decision despite this and hoped she would come around eventually. I'm going to guess, having not read all of this new story, I'm going to guess she doesn't. Otherwise, we wouldn't be reading about this story. <laughs> um, after offering to cook dinner for the couple one night, the mother-in-law sent her son to the shops to buy some ingredients. Okay. I feel like if you invited me around for dinner and then... I have to buy the ingredients. Any, I, I'll just stay home and cook dinner for myself. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's part of it. Oh, come around. I'll cook you dinner. I'll bring everything, though. And then I'll t add heat to it. <laughs> I'm having a lot of gripes with things that I, like, am really indifferent about. But anyway, um, so the uh, mother-in-law sent her son off. Go buy the ingredients. Don't know why she didn't have them in the first place. Anyway, uh, his wife explains how she returned home from work to find her husband still out of the house. So she went upstairs to change where she found her mother-in-law, quote, poking holes in the couple's condoms. It was just poking holes that was in 
uh, quotes there. So she's poking holes in the couple's condoms. She wrote, when I open the door into our bedroom, what I see is what looks like my mother-in-law carefully trying to poke holes into our condoms. What do you mean that's what it looks like? Is that what she was doing or not? Oh, I was just looking at him and holding a pin at the same time. Unrelated. <laughs> um, uh, poking holes in the condoms. She snaps her head in my direction uh, with this mortifying deer in the headlights look on her face like a fish out of water. She mumbles something about how she's trying to, quote, save the family and frantically runs out of the house before I even have a chance to say anything. Uh, when her husband eventually came home, she recounted the events to him and says he was, quote, absolutely horrified by his mother's actions. Well, obviously, you don't just, oh, I went up, I came home, I went upstairs, and your mom's up there, she's poking holes in my condoms. Oh, that's mum for you. Of course he was horrified. To make matters worse, they soon realized that she had been in the home a few weeks earlier and could have tampered could have tampered with their contraception then as well. Well, I mean, you know, oh, I know where this is going. Sadly, it seems she had done it before, and after taking a test, visiting a doctor, everyone together, the woman updated her post to reveal she was in fact pregnant with her first child and is unsure what to do. What the fuck? Quote, I'm so distraught that I haven't been able to sleep in the last four days, she admitted. I'm sorry I didn't update sooner, but I've been in a really dark place. I can fucking imagine. At this point, we haven't even spoken to or contacted his mum. She's been blowing up our phones for the last three days, but we haven't responded. I'm just so lost as to what to do. I never wanted to have kids, but at the same time, getting rid of it feels so wrong to me. I can't believe I'm in this situation right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Good fucking God. I mean, what? How do you handle... First of all, like, what a weird story that you have to... You just have forever now as a part of your life. I never really wanted to have kids. Oh, and how did you... How did you and... How did you and Michael decide to... You know, when, how did you know that it was time to have your kid? Well, we didn't actually. Um, his mother-in-law made the decision for us, uh, tampered with our contraception, and um, now we've got this kid forever. So that's good. That's part of my life forever. Thanks, mum. That's got, like, that's a, that's a crime, right? Do you go, oh, man. People do the motivations of people to get something that they want. Like so many people, what is it? Is it consequentialist ethics? There's like, there's a bunch of different types of ethics or like ethical theories or models or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tweet me at Slopfest. Um, is it? Look, it's been a while since I've done the show. I'm going to be honest with you. It is uh, twitter.com forward slash. I actually am on my computer right now looking up what the podcast is. Is it Slopfest Pod? I'm so sorry. I'm fucking garbage. I'm on Twitch TV now. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Bear with me. I'm the worst podcast host in history. 
what is what is that? Twitter? I've spelled Twitter wrong. Bear with me. It, it's not first podcast, isn't it? It absolutely is. Good God. Good God. Um. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> back to what I was saying before I rudely interrupted myself with the wrong handle for my own podcast. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, tweet me at Slotfest Podcast or send me an email, slotfestpodcast at gmail.com um, or on any of the socials. Tell me what it is. Is it consequentialist ethics where you will uh, justify the outcome? Like you'll you'll do something because you want the outcome. Like you'll be you're you're able to rationalize um, what you're doing because the outcome is something you want. There's something like that. I forget what it is. It's it's the same thing for uh like a lot of businesses will justify doing really awful abhorrent shitty fucking things because um you know the they they've framed the outcome positively in their mind it's something like that you know welcome to slopfest podcast where the host doesn't know the handles for the social media and also very loosely has a grasp on what he's talking about um you know a better podcast would have been prepared with you know that kind of information but it's something like that i think oh i don't know tweet me email me let's chat tell me how i'm wrong and what the actual thing is but it's something like that it's also um something about like the 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 more money you make there was a study done this is totally not relevant to this but you know while we're on it there was a study done that showed uh um the more money someone earned the less likely they were to um even consider other people or or um give a shit about others it was done the study again totally unrelated and i'm just like fucking going off on one now which is totally they they look it was it had to do with like a zebra crossing and someone walking across and then they judge sort of income levels based on the types of cars that those people drove and then whether they would like stop for the person about to walk across the zebra crossing anyway it's unimportant but yeah tweet me email me let me know how i'm wrong and how i fucked it up and you can tell me the right thing um but yeah some people will they will do really fucked up shit because in their mind they think that you know, I, oh, it's fine. I know better or like, oh, they'll thank me later that I've done this. And in this case, it's like, oh, I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I, I wouldn't even know what to do. <sighs> Some people, man, total pieces of shit. And they'll fuck over people that they claim they love. Oh, oh. Got an honorable mention here for you. I'm a waiter at a sports bar. There's this girl who comes in with a different guy almost every week. Very rarely does she bring the same guy twice. And she's always pulling the same moves with these guys. She went to the bathroom and I just went over to her date and let him know that this date was here all the time with different guys and he should be careful. He left pretty quickly after that. The girl apparently complained about it because my boss wrote me up. Am I an asshole for trying to be a bro? 
Um, you don't know this person, Doc. Like, you don't know either of these people. What are you doing? What are you... uh, It's tough because sometimes you, like, again, you want to, like, look out for people, you know? And you're like, I'm going to help this guy out. But at the same time, fucking kind of mind your business a little bit. Like, just a little bit. You're a waiter in a sports bar. Just when you go to work and you're there, just do the work stuff and, like, be nice to people. Maybe he thought that was being nice to them. Oh, it's so hard to rationalize people's decision-making because you can see it from all angles. God, what a fence-sitter this episode's been. Actually, let's shit on this guy on our way out. I've decided we're going to shit on him. Shut your mouth. Keep it to yourself. You don't know what the fuck this chick's up to. Who gives a shit? Oh, I see her here with a different guy every every week. And what are you doing, mate? Oh, well, I go out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Sometimes even Thursday nights. Maybe a Tuesday if there's a drink special on. And I pick up. I bring a girl home. I have sex with them. I ghost them. I never talk to them again. What's the big deal? Now this chick, on the other hand, brings a different guy in every time. And I'm sick of it. Get over it. It's not your it's not your fucking it's not your place, alright? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Again. Social media. At social at social at Slotfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Jesus Christ. Again, we've really we've really earned the name today. Slopfest. Again. You know, why is it called Slop Fest? Other than the fact that the first episode was such a Slop Fest that I called it a Slop Fest and my girlfriend listened to it and said, you should call the show Slop Fest. Um, but it's, it's also because we're all a fucking mess. All of it, every single one of us is an absolute fucking shit fight of a mess. But that's what makes us human. It's that idea of we're not, we're all not perfect, but we're doing it anyway, and we're still trying. And that, that's what's important. Yeah, hey, for 30 minutes, I've been fucking it up left, right, and center. Guess what? Not perfect, still trying. And you, you fucking do it too. You fucking, you're not perfect either. You keep fucking trying. You keep at it, man. I believe in you. That's going to do it for this episode. Head over to slopfestpod.com. That's right. That's the actual URL. I got one link correct on this episode. The one that mattered. The website, slopfestpod.com. On there, you'll get more in-depth show notes. You'll get images. You'll get artwork. You'll get custom cover art for this episode and previous episodes. Go and slop a follow on the socials. Can we get it right this time? At Slopfest Podcast. Nailed it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Feel free to send me any of your, you know, your weird news stories, your weird findings, or even your own personal weird stories. I'd love to hear them. And with your permission, tell them on the show if if you're down with that. Uh, or you can email them to me, slopfestpodcast at gmail.com. I reply to all emails, DMs, comments, and messages. Come bloody have a chat. Send me your send me your weirdness. Ah, 
you know, it's been a while, but, uh, you know, again, you know how it is. Sometimes you get embroiled in... Oh, fuck, it's here! I gotta go. Uh, come back for episode uh, 19, and I'll, I'll see you next week!